Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down Wake and Bake, episode 404, Wake and Bake America, Dude Grow Show. That's when you know when it starts to get real long in the title, when it's like Wake and Bake America, Dude Grow Show, episode 404, subsidiary of yada yada, this and yeah, that. That's and the trendy, other. man. That's how they do it. <laughs> and you got to have that in your rapper name now, you know what I mean? Did you get token yet today? This is my first, uh, first token of the day here. I had a little bit of oil earlier, but... Oh, I've had construction workers at the house all day, man, so I've been getting everybody high, man, <laughs> and not operating power equipment. Hey, that's user's choice. I mean, if you want to operate, it, you know, some people, are they're more prone to get hurt if they don't get high. Yeah, you know? it says you should not. It says that you can't. Got you. Got you. You know? All right. It doesn't say you can't, I should say, man. For you guys that don't know, we're going to get into the show you have a little bit about what's growing on, as well as Grow Talk, and uh, bring them back into the Grow Talk. Thanks for getting your questions in over there at dudegrows.com. You can submit your questions, and uh, they're still getting plenty of comments. I appreciate all you guys being active in that community. And uh, what else, man? Let's just get right into it with a couple primetime supporters. Come on. Um, hanging out up there, your buddy, your buddy in the fort. Isn't it, is it banjo playing BJ now? Or he always has been playing some banjo, right? Colorado Magic Board. Colorado Magic Board, man. That's awesome. I was just partying with those guys this weekend, man. And not only, you got to be multifaceted, man. So I was over at, they bought a Cloverlick Banjo Company and they make their own banjos now. So it's just, uh, you know, man, all of us are living our dreams. I'm sure being an electrician and wiring up boards wasn't BJ's dream in life, man. Maybe opening up a banjo shop was. But uh, yeah, I had a great time hanging out with those guys and they're just cool people and whatever they do they put a lot of passion into it man so he's a craftsman and he decided he was going to craft a better board a better a better light controller board or it's pretty much anything you need it to be at this point man yeah you guys don't know if if you're running more than a couple thousand watts in lighting it's advisable you know to get a, a smaller board and also it'll help you depending on where you grow with all these municipalities and towns coming up with I won't say crazy, but interesting rules. Um, it's always nice to have your, your shit in line. And if you're a renter, it's a great way to have get this thing wired up so you don't screw with any of the house stuff. You can take it with you to your next place you rent. Um, it's not a permanent fixture. Keeps you keeps you safe. So true, man. So. Even in the country, man. I just got a container. I got a 40-foot container because I'm out in the sticks, man. I can kind of do that without pissing anybody off. I was thinking, I mean, I know I'm not the first guy to think of it. They have grow tainers and all that shit, but the whole, the whole point that you can move it, man, you know, if you wanted to invest in having a cool, you know, a cool grow and then the fact that you can move it kind of neat. I like the idea of having equipment that you can unscrew or, you know, put on a trailer and move, man, whether it's a magic board or, or, or the grow tainer, man, I like that idea. Sucks to invest twenty, thirty grand in drywall, you know, or ten grand in drywall that you got that you don't get nothing out of when you move. Right on. I got Mammoth Microbes next. Uh, if you guys yes. have not tri- tried your Mammoth Microbes, Mammoth um, P baby, out, man. This has been uh, yeah products. It's it's definitely definitely proven. 
a good accessory for anything you're using because they're unique microbes that they pretty much they were like they're like created and patented right like yeah, in the lab they, yeah Colin is a soil scientist man that's working on this stuff and they're literally trying to solve the world's hunger problem man like I said I was talking to David Montgomery who's a really into this kind of stuff and we can't just keep on throwing the chemicals that we've been that we've been throwing onto the onto the soil it makes the plants grow it works but they're just terrible for the soil and the whole system starts to fall apart after a little bit so uh guys like colin and and mammoth p are out there trying to solve those problems so he's got the phosphorus mobilization consortium over there man pretty badass yeah Reach out to them, guys. Uh, they're very active over on Facebook. I don't even know they did this stuff. I'm trying to learn more. It says on Facebook they have a 100% response rate, typically within one day. So a great way to reach out to them. Tell them a Dude Grow Show crew, Dude Grow Show said, hey, and uh, see what's up, man. If you got a hydro shop, I know they willingly send samples to hydro shops. So feel free to ask if you have a local hydro shop that can get it out to you. Yep, that's what, that's what I, me, me with Recharge as well, man. We're just looking for a little introduction, man. I'm glad to send some samples to y'all, but just introduce us to your store. It's a little value for value, you know? All right, let's talk about, uh, you got executive producer today. You know, man, I, I got Trent Steele's buddy, Max Power. Because Max Power's been commenting a lot lately, man. Dropping a lot of knowledge, and that, that's the kind of shit that DGC is built on, man. That it thrives on. Oh, so uh, Good comments, good comments. Good stuff, man. Fuck yeah, man. More Max Power comments, man. More folks like Max Power, man. Excellent stuff. So thank you so much for that, man. Keep on participating, and it has gone noticed. Yeah, any of you guys over there, um, you don't need to be a paying member to interact at dudegrows.com. You simply have a username and log in, uh, search your grow problem, go make some dank nug posts. You'll see everything we got coming up. But uh, also, membership is greatly appreciated. Oh, it uh, sure is, man. It's just things like, go ahead. Uh, yeah, we're doing things like like paying professionals to produce the show now. Um, I don't know if you noticed it. It almost gets out on time all the time now, hey, man. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was just like, right on time that uh, you guys, our event uh, with the DGC Cup was successful enough to where like, oh, man, we actually, I think we paid for everything, and there's a little money here, and it's going to go right to uh, Saban Guru there. It used to take him like something like four or five hours. He's like, if we get another computer, it will take 25 minutes probably <laughs> to get yeah. this show together. So reinvesting back in the podcast and... It's definitely thanks to people that help us out and just everybody that came to the event and the members. So Absolutely. that's all I got. Absolutely. All right, what's going on, yeah. man? What's going on around this place? I'm going to get you listening to the radio and a cannabis grow consultant. Dude, was ever you listening to the FM radio? Yeah, I was listening to FM radio, and I think it was Doctor Greenthumb. My mother in law tapped me on the shoulder, and she, you know, driving to you know whatever, doing some family event, but just 2017, biatch, you know, she tapped me, and she's like, "Dude, listen to this," and she's it's a. Uh, it's a cannabis consulting for twenty nine ninety five. They'll come to your home and consult your grow, and I was like. Okay, that's kind of interesting. And it's like Googled it. It was like a Dr. Green Thumb or something. Of course, there's a hundred Dr. Green Thumbs when you Google it. But there's so three, this was the, was it up in Fort Collins? It was, area in, just, in, it was in the Denver area, De- Denver Metro. Okay. But yeah, I thought that was just really interesting. And uh, I was like, dude, okay, you have a pool guy, right? You have a lawn guy. You have even a landscape guy that comes and helps you. So is it really that crazy to have somebody come? I've never had any of those guys. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> but uh, it's not so crazy to have them, I guess, is my point. So is it really that crazy to have a, somebody that comes and takes care of your cannabis plants for you? 
No, I mean it depends. I didn't know. I guess it's charge them more than thirty bucks a week, though, right? Wait, they Is come and big? take care of them for you. Like I, you don't do anything. Look, I just got it from the. Uh, you know, I'm thinking the pool boy kind of thing. You know, where they come and they take care of your swimming pool for you. I just wonder where it's going to stop. I'm sure they have a full service. I was thinking they just come, come and, and consult and like tell you, all right, you should do this, 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 and this, and then they're gone. Sure, yeah, get you going. But when does it? And you don't think there's people that go? Come on, I'm from South Florida. Yeah, how much does it cost for you to do it for me? You know, I'm sure they got that as well. And then I'm sure they've got something where, yeah, you want me to come back every week and maintain your garden for you? Maybe not, but it's going to get there. I bet it'll get there. I could see that being a job, no? Yeah, I yeah, give it. Uh, I'm not positive about that because one one thing is you're competing, and there is a market for it, but I don't know if it'll be successful or not. Where if here in the market like Colorado, if you want to learn to grow for free, it's usually the job of your local hydroponics you what know, if, grow store staff. And what if you don't want to really, learn to grow? You just want to show off, you know, again from you South. You just want to have man. one. You just want to show off yours. your 12 plant greenhouse to the ladies, man, or you just want to enjoy it. But you don't want to do all the work. I mean, shit, that sounds like uh, hey, half I mean, the people I know. People like gardens. A lot of people have professional landscapers. So. There's my point. That's what I'm trying to compare it to, man. All right. All right. Fair you enough. think? Yeah, no, I hear you. You could, be, you could just be, you still love to grow and get in there every once in a while, but you don't have enough. Anybody, though, that's usually growing personal, one light, like right. you have enough time to do and learn and take care of things. Um you know, when I consulted a little bit in my life, it was usually one guy was a four lighter, the other guy was an eight lighter, and it was more to help out with stuff, et cetera. But regardless, yeah, I know friends um, that travel for work, though. I know friends that definitely, and they're like, dude, I would love to have a garden, but I'd blow it. You know, I got to go every three weeks, I got to travel for work or something. Yeah, if you had a trusted company that was, you know, that, that uh, y'all were on the same page and you, you liked the way that, what they were doing and you let them take, take care no, of it. No, that harvest. would be a nice aspect. If you need somebody to get your back when you're out of town, not worry about your grow, I, that, is, that is good. Just interesting. It's just, you know, the, the radio, I'm sure, I bet you they're just consultants for twenty nine ninety five. They'll consult. But how could they go one time for twenty nine ninety five and make any money? What's the angle on that, man? They got to be trying to set up. That's got to be like the lost leader entry, you know, where for 30 bucks yeah. I'll show up and then I'm going to get you on the hook for something. So, Or you read the fine print and any equipment they bring in, they are also the ones that are selling it to you and they make a markup on it. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be something where they're making money. I don't begrudge people for making money. You know, when the AC tech comes over to fix your air conditioner, he's making money. You or know? it's thirty nine ninety five just to get him there. And then once he's there, you got to continue to pay him for everything else he's doing. I found it interesting. As it's all, cool. Man. It's a changing world, guys. It is a complete changing world. Like, uh, um, dude, like, tell the story about your mystery buddy and TSA. Because <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> this is insane. Yeah, this is what I mean. It's 2017, man. There's some guy that was traveling back from the DGC Cup that probably knows a lot about rosin and if you guys were hanging you know who i'm talking about but anyway he had uh, a snowboard bag that didn't show up you know checked it and he's like okay where's my bag and they're like i don't know we think tsa has it in a day like a whole day went by so he goes home and the next day they're you get, you get in touch with the airport and they just send out like airport personnel baggage delivery or something and you're like here's your bag and he's like oh shit you know because he had some flour, uh, some seeds, some, and I'm not, I'm not being plant specific with any of this. Some flour, some seeds, 
uh, rosin. I think some CBD. What do you call it? Crystalite, right? Or or something. Sounds good to me. Bro. Um, just the whole package, right? You know, kind of you tucked call that away. A party in his pack where I come from. Yeah, stored away in his board bag, and uh, he opens the the lady from the airport's like. We come out the car and you know grab it. It's kind of heavy, and he opens the door to the car. And all right, he's can like, I guess what happens next? Yeah, what? what? Yeah, the SWAT team grabs him, man. All right, and the van takes off. I don't know what happened. No, the the car uh, smelt like lemon G, and <laughs> all of his stuff was like relocated to one central point, I think, in a bag, and like put together in like a sticker or whatever on it. You know that green taper that says like TSA inspector right, or something. Sometimes right. So they he's definitely like, Holy got shit. their hands on this shit, but didn't take it. It was all there. It was all there. Kind of strange, man. I don't know what's going on, because that's going back to a prohibition state and full on. And maybe, I don't know, maybe they just don't. How about the pinch? Don't t- maybe, maybe that guy, maybe the TSA guy was the, the professional pincher, or maybe 90% of it got there. The professional pincher. You know, me, that could be true. You. I think some of these industries, though, I've heard it before um, from somebody that we know that was, you know, a, a fan of the show and the crew, and he works at a one of the bigger delivery services, sure. like, you know, FedEx, UPS, and DHL, like maybe one of those, maybe right. one of the bigger ones. Right. And he's like, when shit's coming through our line, you know, they're working the overnight shift, they're trying to be as efficient as possible. Last thing they want is to get, I won't say last thing, but they don't want to have to, okay, somebody call Sheriff Johnny in here. Let's get this taken care of. You know, they're just like, I'm sh- get rid of it. Um, I don't know if they yeah. make a full record of it or if there's some pension going on, but unless it's like, you know, the, a, a full five gallon bucket or something. I mean, I think they're going to have an interception there, but if you just got an ounce or two or something, I think it really um, inconveniences their evening. Then they got to deal with law enforcement, make reports, all this shit. Oh, they got bigger fish to fry. They're there looking for bombs. They don't. Yeah, and then half of them probably have no problem with it anyway. So they're like, you know, know, I had four hours ago, I had 2,000 packages to push through this line. Now I have 2,000 packages to push through this line. So, yeah, I'm not going to fucking call the cops anymore, man. Yeah. They just want to get their work done. I hear you. There's no reward. There's no incentive system for it. Go ahead. You know, eh? there's no, there's no incentive system. Just like the cops, the reason they're tearing apart your back seat is because a lot of the sheriff departments give you twenty five percent. They'll give you a twenty five percent incentive if they, when they auction your car off, the arresting officer gets twenty five percent of the money in like Texas and Louisiana and that kind of shit. That's why they're so psyched, man. Are you just making those numbers up? No, no, I'm not. In Louisiana, yes. Uh, no, I'm not making. I don't know about Texas, but I know for a fact in Louisiana. And take that with a grain of salt when Scotty tells you a fact. God dang it! <laughs> right on. Do right your on. research, man. Uh, Definitely. There's profit participation, profit sharing programs for sheriffs. <clears throat> well, let's get into this rosin again here because me and Scotty. Or Scotty and I, whatever the <laughs> hell you want to say, we're, and Guru, we're down in Denver. Um, this was the day after, I think, 420, and we went to uh, visit Pure Pressure. Pure Pressure is a company that makes, uh, a, you call it like a commercial-grade rosin press. Yeah, it's very um, similar. It looked similar to the Dax, to the Dax Tractor. No way. It looked, you know what I'm saying, as far as, it's those similar animals. You know what I mean? They're both that thick plate I mean, steel. yes. 
they, they both bo- press. Yeah, they both look like a big <laughs> CO2 generator on steroids, you know. It's just like a big box of metal. But they were, you know, well, I was told to, the Way to Grow guys asked me to go down and check this out because Way to Grow actually sells these to a lot of commercial accounts and whatnot. And you know, I was uh-huh. told that this is the one for, like, well, a lot of the commercial accounts, what they'll do, Dax Tractor, he's a, a specialist at squeezing uh, flour. So you take a flour, you squeeze it in there, and it comes out just, you know, beautiful. You get great yields out of it. Uh, what the pure pressure guys do is they want you to, to uh, make it in a keef or uh, bubble hash. And then from there, you squeeze the keef and bubble hash, and you get really high yields. And it's just more efficient. You know, I guess they're thinking that for, like, uh, dispense. Well, what we got, let's tell them what we got. So what we did is, and this machine is different in the sense um, than what you guys saw at the DGC Cup with the extractor because it's powered by air. So you need to run an air compressor with it. And it's, um, like Scotty said, geared towards the plates are, aren't too narrow, but a little bit more narrow. And we, me and Scotty were discussing, if you're, I want to do something that's fairly efficient, Stuffing those bags, like the bags full of flour, right, is time consuming, man. You got to do it pretty well. I know there's pre presses. You don't want to blow the bag, but so that's like what you were saying. So the night before we went there, I turned, I just did, dug in my dug in my vaults. I found twelve ounces of uh, three different types of flour allegedly, that were the, allegedly the oldest of what I had. Yeah, that's right. But it doesn't matter because I knew I couldn't travel with more than an ounce. So I turned it into less than an ounce of keef. No, I don't, I don't even remember the exact keef weight. But I keefed it out. I dry ice keefed it out. Um, took a 220 mesh bag, threw a bunch of dry ice in there, and ran this shit through and got a whole bunch of keef because I wanted to see how the machine would do. Bottom line is the return on my particular keef was 26%, I believe we came. And 26% of the keef. And that's what you got to start figuring out. And I want to work with these guys more and figure all this out. But... Uh, the Dax Director was saying he gets, what, around 28%, 26% yield off of flour, right? Now, no, that's off of a particular strain of flour so that the he top, works with top, in Ohio. Top, so I'm, I'm saying, let's go to the top yeah, extremity. Yeah, that's max. Okay, a great, you know, his legendary cut or whatever, he's getting 26%. So that means if you take a quarter pound, 112 grams of flour, you're getting uh, an ounce, basically. 25% would be an ounce, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's an ounce. Now, if you what what we're thinking about with the um concentrates and whatnot, well you're gonna have to shake you had what, twelve ounces of keef? I'm sorry, twelve ounces of flour and how much keef did you get off that? I don't even I didn't even I don't have I don't have the numbers in front of me. I just know what my return rate was, think it was with the quality. You think keef. it was uh you know, you think it was a quarter pound? You think you got a quarter pound of keef? I don't know. Yeah, I that's what we got to figure out. How much keef did you get, and how much return do you get off the keef? You know, I mean, I guess. It's well, what really does it matter if we know end. if we know we're getting twenty seven percent off of let's say twenty seven percent off a of quality keef? I mean, we walked in there, and the first number he threw at us was he said around thirty five to thirty seven percent return on keef. And then you know, guys, I, I I'm not saying he was just trying to blatantly lie. But usually, I don't see the numbers that the like the manufacturers push, and like that's like maybe the best press ever. No, no, no. On Keef, though, on Keef, not on flour. You're already shaking it down and concentrating it. So he's you're, yeah, but you're I'm saying on a, our Keef that we brought in there, we got 26 percent return. Yeah, I mean, well, on you know, and he's saying what the okay, I got you, man. Weren't they saying the fresher it is, the better quality? Yeah, and that's better a point. Yield you're going to be getting exactly. From it? 
Yeah, my Keef was not fresh. It was at least a year and a half old. We got to do the, the color, but yeah, there's a real simple formula because I was impressed with the pure pressure uh, press. I think it was fucking a great unit. It was another guy where it was uh, it was a cool story, man. The guy's like a dispensary owner and grower in Boulder and was just paying a fortune to have other people do BHO runs and shit like that. And he uh, he just saw this, man. You know, same same way Dax. You know, these guys are like you know shit. If there's only one guy doing it, he's fucking crazy. Okay, I think the only. <laughs> <laughs> place for this for these machines and i'm still debating it is if you're gonna unless you just want your own pure concentrate you don't care um there's two markets here you could be a commercial grower um they're not gonna do what i did and take ounces and ounces or whatever they're not gonna turn their nice flour into keef they're gonna take the flour to market to be sold as flour right and then the trim and whatever else they'll keef out um, and then if you want to use all that keef with this machine, I'm totally down. I just don't think because the the return, Scotty, we got, if I did my math right, Guru, you could check. But if you have an ounce of flour, um, or sorry, an ounce of uh, of keef. Yep. No, you're right. We don't have that. We didn't have that. I got to get the numbers. That's out. what sorry, we got to do. We got to figure out how much keef you got off twelve ounces of flour, and then that will yeah. tell us, you know. But then again, we could just run the whole thing and figure how much concentrates did you get off. Off, off that keef, and you could say at the end, I got you know thirteen grams or fifteen grams of concentrate off that keef you know, compared to you know a twenty five. Yeah, you, you got to compare apples to apples, though. You really and the other know, thing, guys. Um, remembering too. this process, uh, putting keef in the 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 uh, mesh bags before you press, right? Super easy compared to. I mean, it's just like a funnel. Sure. Yeah, super they just easy had compared that to nifty- flour. 3D printed funnel scoop that they were using for the Keef, which made it super yeah. easy. Yeah, I like those guys, man. I went to that company and I thought the guy, the dude Brady at Pure, at Pure Pressure, super professional, knew his shit, man. Uh, I thought that was a fucking badass company. Like Getting I said, the shit off the paper, too, the parchment paper, I think because it was Keef, is a breeze compared to what I was trying to do with flour. I know not all flour is hard. You know, the process after you press the rosin, guys, and then reclaiming, if you will, the rosin off of the parchment paper can be a bitch. Um, and he, he just scooped up like, we were like, whoa. It's like he was just scooping up something real easy. Um, and I'm assuming that's because it's all from the keef instead of flour. But I don't know, some of the- man. It could be. I think that is, get rid of the smoke, strain dependent. I definitely think that. No, it's possible. Yeah, I just think there's two. I definitely, uh, I liked how uh, automated their machine was. How like it it would automatically go down for like a two minute press and then increase the pressure as it was going through the press. It was pretty cool. It was a nice machine, man. These guys are doing great work here, man. It ain't gotta be one winner, bro. You know, one for you know. I guess it depends on what you're doing, really. And also, I already told you that's two different, two different, two different growers there, in my opinion. Yeah. Dax tractors for like me and three friends that want some of our own quality rosin right. for Gabbergs and our own flour. And that machine's oh, meant yeah. to be. And the, uh, the pure pressures for like me and five friends. Yeah. I, <laughs> yes. see, I see what Once we're Once you doing get over here. five friends. <laughs> anyway. Hey, what's the learning hell? about all this jazz? What's up? Dude. Remember, all right. So we went and seen pure pressure. Then we were bullshitting around. And then we uh, decided we were going to, we were like a two blocks or three blocks from the church of, what's it called? The church of cannabis. I thought it was the international church of cannabis. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. International church of cannabis. Okay, the man. Elevationists. It was kind of interesting. <laughs> we did the news story on there. So like, fuck it, man. Let's go over and see what's up. Yeah. Like we got a little more time down here today. Let's go to the yeah. church. It was pretty cool i mean they uh they've been featured through multiple media if you want to hear a good story on them go over to uh 
Colorado Public Radio or NPR and search search it, or you'll find it in your news results. They did a really good interview with them. I went back in some of the though, history man. that they've done and some of the things they've done, actually, because we didn't know Scotty when we were there. Yeah. They've actually done some really good things for medicinal cannabis in, in, in the years past. Because um, it was, it was kind of like you said, you were like, this is kind of sketchy. I don't know. What is this place about? Yeah, I didn't understand because you weren't allowed <laughs> to smoke. And they were like, yeah, check your bag at the door. And we I was did like, just get there like an hour early. Disclaimer, we got there an hour early. Right. At 3 o'clock, it was turning into a private party where you could just openly smoke everywhere in the church. <sighs> yeah, that's why right got now you. if you okay. guys want to – it's law. If you want to be like like our event, if it's a private event – you can smoke if you walk in like we did. Oh, and they, they I said, got you. So, so in order to be a tied. member, to be yeah, to be a member to hang out there, which I, I think I don't. It's I don't know if it's free right now. They're nonprofit, etc. But you go through their website, and then when you go there, it's like you're part of a club, so you can go and you're gonna be able to smoke. Okay. I think things will change soon with Ordinance 300 once it's all implemented. Hopefully, because what a pain in the ass, but. Really cool, big. This building was like over a hundred something years old. A beautiful awesome church, man. Church room upstairs, all yep. painted over, crazy. And uh, they're going to have different events there. They're showing. She said this last Saturday they showed uh, the Robert Platzhorn um, Square Grouper. Tail Square Grouper. Yeah, that's where cool. Where you could one. come and smoke. And then they had a stand-up comedian in the church the night before. Something. All right, really I dig what so- they're doing. Then I like that. Yeah, I didn't get it because I couldn't smoke. I was like, why am I in the church of cannabis, but I can't smoke? You I don't about, get it. What do you think about Sean White's couch? Uh, it was oh, weird, that was man. dope. That was weird. <laughs> it was, all it like- was actually for you, uh, yeah, snowboarders, uh, Sean White's, one of he, a couch he owned there, and it was the most gaudy, unbelievable couch wrapped ever. Wrapped in plastic. kind of cool. Like, I think it was like one of those couches from the 70s that were just supposed to be wrapped in plastic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a fashion statesman. Anyway, check it out if you're in Denver. They seem like uh, some some good folks. I'm gonna keep my eye on a couple of events they're having over there. So, absolutely, Let's man. See. Invite me Let's when you can smoke. How... <laughs> man, yeah, uh, this hey, is a building you want to smoke in. Yeah, can I just give some love, man? Uh, Fleetline Dave and Mike All Day uh, both called me up and both gave me really cool greenhouse advice. And I'm gonna try to get them both on the on the uh, on the show, man. I'm trying to do more call-ins and whatnot. So, um, yeah, definitely want to start talking some greenhouse talk. Mike All Day was telling me he crushed it in his greenhouse last year, and uh, I didn't realize, man. Mike All Day is a winner of the Secret Cup, man. So, yeah, big ups to you, brother. I don't know. How, I don't. When do they have that? <laughs> don't ask. Or is it- it was a secret, man. I would tell you yeah, that it's true. a secret, okay? Um, anyway. That's all you can say. It's <laughs> a really it's good the first advice. rule about the secret cup. You don't talk, talk about, about the secret cup. cup. Yes. Okay. Uh, thought it was really cool, so thank you for that. And I'm going to start learning uh, a bunch from these guys. Fleetline Dave, the same thing. I keep on thinking about that comment. Don't buy it twice, brah. Buy the Solex. So I thought that was, I thought that was really cool. I've been looking at Solex uh, greenhouse coverings and trying trying to get to where i'm going to put this greenhouse together pretty soon and i appreciate all the advice so i'm definitely going to get these guys on the phone and uh start sharing that advice with everybody do that learning in public thing right on yeah um a real quick man i got a couple ideas for phone guests but if you want to be a phone guest if you got something to say call the 855 grow 420 number leave us a message you know show off your english man let us know you can speak. And, uh, yeah, then we'll call you back and we can. Uh, uh, what about the people right now that are saying we did do that? Do we have a new answering service yeah, now? Yeah, I, I, I actually have people that are manning, manning the, uh, 
pothead assistant is manning the and messages. Don't be the, uh, is it full? I hope it's not. I didn't. Sometimes your ideas are great, but I should. T- I have to test them. I'm gonna call it right now. Yes. A message. <laughs> I'm implementing them now. All right. It was just an idea before, man. Now cool, I'm actually cool. doing it. So I, I apologize awesome. if you guys did do that and I didn't get back to you. It's kind of one of those things where I, I put a couple uh, ideas implemented in a batch and uh, I didn't really keep up with that one. So I got Pothead Assistant now to help me out. Word. Well, let's uh, talk a little bit. Oh, you had one more quick announcement oh, here. What do you got? Yeah. JR Token and. Dude, JR Token, one of the projects we've been working on is I thought it'd be kind of cool to have like a. Remember, we used to have that radio button on the uh, website and used to kind of just randomly play like Jake interviews and all that kind of stuff. Just all sorts of good content that we would put on this kind of constant stream thing. Well, JR Token's been working on that with Pothead Assistant and he's actually in classic JR Token uh, form, has way overachieved and has some. Really cool, like playlists and things set up. Some, you know, I don't know, it's kind of organized stuff, man. So, where do you listen to it at? I, in, there is nowhere to listen yet because it's in beta, bro. We're just, we're just oh, testing okay. it. Okay. But, uh, we kind of need some help dissecting some of the old shows and whatnot and all that kind of stuff. So, if you're somebody, you know, a Jay Maestro type or something that I'm not calling you out, Maestro, but that listens to the show and wants to help out, uh, by dissecting a few old shows, we could definitely use some help on that. So, uh, hit me up. You know, you can just uh, hit me up through the uh, show email to contact us if you're interested in helping out, and I'll get you going on it, man. Cool, cool. I'm excited. That's just like a little just loop, like a radio play. Just kind like, of, but I used to just do it totally random, and uh, now we're actually took some time for the past few months. We've been taking some time, like dissecting each grow talk question, extracting each grow talk question, so it's in its separate. You know, it has a, a good name to it, um, and then we can put those. Maybe we have an IPM, you know, four hour IPM block or something like that, you know, or a powdery mildew a couple hours that JR Token can assemble, you know. But he's able to assemble all this stuff because it's all cut out, you know. Shit, the news stories from uh, this week in cannabis from two years ago, fuck, we don't put those That's old in news, there, man. You know? we, we cut those out, you know what I'm saying? So. It's able to keep it relevant is what I mean. Right on. Well, let's see what the DGC is smoking on. Yeah, I heard it's dank. What do we got? up cookies from Trippy Hale. Trippy Hale. Trippy Hale. It's hailing, man. Fuck, I'm tripping. Is it? Did you say it's hailing? If it was, man. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how you get the name Trippy Hale, man. Oh, Any ideas? I, I, I don't know. I was you, when you, this time of year until now until like winter again when you say hailing, I'm like, what? I know, what? man. You get a shitload of hail at your place. I'll probably get a lot here now because I'm I'm up in a different spot. But man, you used to get it six times a year. We'll see. Hopefully not. Um, I think we might have. I don't know if uh, this is the one. Yeah, I've seen. The, I don't know if we featured this one one time before because this is a really dope picture he's got here. Trikes all over the place. We did um, feature this one, dang it. Whoever, somebody, somebody's in trouble, man. Pothead assistance. Well, I probably like it's so good. Well, it is a really good one to have twice. I don't really care. The point is, you guys can get your dank nubs, dank nugs over at dudegrows.com by uh, just going over the latest. Submit your dank nugs there. Put your meme there. Yep. You get to get nugs for shopping around. Nugs are worth a lot of money. A penny each, actually. Yep. Definitely, um, and we're actually throwing a bunch of stuff into the Sorry. vault, too, real quick. I just want to tell what you, you got? I, I know that we're uh, in the vault this week. We're putting whatever uh, mountainside, uh, what DGC Cup 2017 baddies in there. So I think we got 50 or 60 of those. What about the DGC Cup 2017 shirts? Are they up in there? 
Uh, Throwing the shirts up there, there a lot of can fan, a lot of grow more. Everything will be yeah, up there. That's Guru's, that's Guru's uh, main assignment this week. Hell yeah. Well, if you guys can burn your nugs, nugs. <laughs> get, get some TGC gear, can fans, grow gear, nutrients. Go check it out. Um, that's over on, on that page. There's a link called uh, DGC Shop. You can go right into all that. Shop with nugs. You can buy some nugs if you need them. Whatever. Shop some nugs. Buy some nugs. All right. Yes, sir. See, see, I think I got to get on this. Uh, I'm like moving a lot in my chair today, man. I got to get on the, uh, the <coughs> CBD dabbing CBD distillate, I think it would be called. Oh, yeah. That's going to um, get you going. I just want to try it, man, to help with just freaking been having this like argue, ba- arguing back with my body. It's like in the only time it's good now is if I'm just up moving and doing shit and I'm great. Sitting is like, dude get up and so maybe we'll have to do a, a screen backdrop where like i'm running in the park or something guru so. <laughs> it sucks man your back's still hurting you from uh from the accident yeah, i don't know that was part of it but overall <laughs> i'm not sure you know just being bitchy i'll never admit it's all because of a little drunken scooter crash right okay? <laughs> anyway nice. all right let's move on here <clears throat> the hell is this man um, check this uh this purple yeti by jamaican land race out by colorado sherlock do you see this thing, man? Looks like it's a straight up. Mm-mm. Pretty interesting, man. It's 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 on the format, man. I hope I'm not jumping format too much, man. But this thing's fucking. No, oh, no, I see it now. Frosty as hell, man. Some big old buds. Why? Right, what's up with this one? You featuring more dank nugs? I don't know, man. It was on the format, so I, I wanted to sneak a peek at it, and it's beautiful, man. God damn. Well, let's cover one news story together because it's good news. All right, good news here. Yes, sir. I think that's where I'm at. Do I have the news brought to you by anybody today? I don't believe so. All right. This is uh, here in Colorado. Marijuana tax revenue uh, doing really well. Tax revenue from Colorado pot helps fund community projects and scholarships. There's been debate in the, on the radio about, I heard it on NPR actually the other day, how much of the, the tax money is actually being used from marijuana for education. And then somebody in the education, like a, it was like a teacher or somebody on the inside of the school, they're like, not not much really. But there are good things being uh, used for a couple examples um, here. Is It says legalized recreational medical pot in Colorado hit $1.3 billion in sales last year. What surprised me, this town here, the, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the name of this town? 500, um, they made 5,300 people live there. And they're generating, it's Hedgewater. They're gener- yeah, they're generating $1.4 million in sales tax from <laughs> marijuana. Yes. This is, isn't that kind of like a odd that's swing lot, there? I, thought, I didn't think, I didn't think 5,300 people in this town, granted there could be people traveling through, um, would generate one point three or $1.4 million in sales tax. Jesus, that's a so, lot of weed, man. I think it's because there there's places around them that that they can't have uh, dispensaries at. Like the ta- new municipalities voted to not be able to have dispensaries. Yeah, So that, that one town is just like, all right, we'll take all your money sure. from your people that live there. And I think it's because the government takes like a third of the fucking money, man. You know, think about it. They probably only sold four or five million dollars worth that year, but the government got one point three. And it. even then, the way the taxes are here, the effective tax rate on dispensaries is way higher than even just the twenty five percent or whatever it's supposed to sure. be. Sure, because they, they no deductions. They can't do any deductions. No federal so. deductions. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, they. Uh, 
they took that. That was 20% of the town's annual budget. Um, it says the money is being used for repaving 12 miles of street, and the old city hall will be replaced with a new $10 million complex that will include a police station and library. Jesus. So pretty cool. Christ. Uh, the next one real that uh, scholarships down in Pueblo, they're using it for uh, – to give thousand dollar scholarships it goes this is a i don't think uh they quoted a freshman freshman janet um calzadillas wants to be a teacher she's getting a thousand dollars a semester at colorado state university pueblo campus um she said she's comfortable with taking the money from you know marijuana sales tax because it's helping her continue her education who wouldn't i mean you're not gonna be like no i don't want that money right uh, and also this spring every graduating high school student in pueblo will qualify for a pot scholarship. I hate that they call it a pot scholarship. Yeah. To be used at local colleges. So that's pretty sweet. So what is it, like $1,000 worth of weed if you sign up for community college? Or what is it? Yes, exactly. It hook awesome. you up right away. <laughs> yeah. I'm just here for the pot scholarship, man. Wait, and then here it's saying that one uh, marijuana shop owner wanted to give back to the community, and he was like, all right, I'm going to donate $200,000 to a nonprofit. It says most of them said thanks, but no thanks. And he he thinks it's because it's like they didn't want to have the stigma of taking money pop from money, taking pot money, taking that weed money. Interesting. Good times, though. I'm good to see it helping, even though it does. It is painful to have that much tax on it for people. But apparently, I mean, we're setting records. People don't care. They won't go get their cannabis. So, yeah, I mean, people are definitely going to want their cannabis, and they're they're going to go to the stores and get it. But man. It's expensive. It can. I, I hope the price goes down. It seems like there's some places you can go get some good deals, uh, but it is expensive, and it's not that hard to grow your own. So I, ho- I hope to see more people with small greenhouses or, you know, six thirties or something like that. A couple three fifteens growing their own. Man, it's not that hard. Yeah. You know? All right, man. Let's get ready to take a break. But before we do, I will uh, ask, what's up to Hordelux bulbs? Where's that setup, guys? You sure did plant a seed a little too early. I'm hassling. I'm hassling, man. Oh, for, Tyler over for the uh, you're talking the for 600, the 600. Yeah, the 600, 600 uh, CMH, ceramic. Right? No, it's a ceramic HPS. That super red oh, ceramic sorry. HPS sorry. that they're coming out with. You know, yeah, dude, when you're an my... innovator, when you're the guy that invents shit, sometimes there are delays, man. You know, I'm gonna forgive him for it, man. Do you see anybody else coming up with ceramic HPS? They're like, oh, I got mine online, no problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's some new technology. Yeah. Dude, when I saw the, spect- the spectral graph on it, Google it, man. It's fucking crazy, man. There's a crazy amount of red, man. And Guru, jump in anytime you want, but red's one of them, uh, them photosynthesis tinkle, tinkle spots, man. <laughs> no? No, Photos- yeah. What'd you, just say? What'd you call it's definitely, it? Definitely, and it's more important for flowering, too. Right. The red is always... Super yep. important for flowering. Yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see this thing. I'll, I'll wait. All right, cool, cool. I'll wait for my I'm free one. Stir in the pot. <laughs> who you got, man? Who's slinging recharge? What store are you calling oh, on? Shit, who I got, man? I have a malfunctioning mouse today, man. Hang hang on 55 here. Hydro. Fifty five hydro in Santa Ana, California. Thank you. Good looking out, guys. Good looking out, man. <laughs> Thank you, uh, guys. I see him. I was just checking him out over on Facebook. Um, and it looks like they got some, some good things going on there. And as well as, uh, I was just seeing if they had any deals on here. You know what? I totally take it back. I'm just being one of those people that's trying to be slick. It looks like the last post was in 2012 or something. So they're about, they're like me. They're like me with Facebook. Um, sometimes people, Facebook, like I said, is fairly private, man. People got to look for you and follow you and stuff like that. 
Um, and don't you have to accept their, their request? Or, don't you? At least on a... I don't know how it works on business. But I know like on Twitter and shit like that, it's all fucking public, man. Anyone can follow you that wants to. We'll hit them up if you want. 55hydro.com. I don't, think a, lot, I don't think a lot of businesses are using Facebook a ton anymore. I think mostly it's like... Do what a ton anymore? Using Facebook. I think they switch like Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. I don't know. I think it depends. It just depends on, I guess, on what type of person you it are. Uh, and industry. You know, some industries are all shit, man. I have a friend, man, that's in like the freight shipping industry or something like that. And you'll never believe it, man. They use AOL. <laughs> they all, it's all a bunch of older guys on AOL Instant Messenger chit chatting. I'm like, they still have that thing? Who bought them? <laughs> I don't know. Time Warner. AOL. But still, I, I just think it's really uh... funny. I love it. Let's take a break, man. Look at some memes. Uh, Come back, do some grow talk, and check it all out at dudegrows.com. And I might get a little more high. I don't know. I feel slow, too, right now. I don't know what the man. I don't know if this is the weed or what. I don't know if I I seem slow to to you guys, but I don't know. I'll spice. I'm going to do some jumping jacks during the break. We're just going to speed you up 10% in uh, post production, (coughs) man. Oh, that works. Totally. Maybe 15. Just don't mind think about it. Right on. Okay, let's go. All right, guys. We'll be right back. I'll be right back. I grew my sour tea behind the shed inside the neighbor's yard. I grew that shit straight up with shotgun shells of recharge. I'm rolling up at least 16 pounds of dank again. If weed is money, then I'm rich. I don't care. Just grow that shit and we don't care. Recharge it and give your neighbors their share. Our word, we're back. Let's do a little grow talk here. Appreciate the guys getting the questions in. People commenting over on YouTube, like the little community there. Um, and yeah, we're only we're, we're getting a nice, steady level of grow talk questions in to where they're not getting buried, and everybody's having a good time. I feel bad when it's like. Dude, there's 30 Grow Talk questions we haven't answered, but we're doing all right. We're doing all right. So, yeah. Let's get into a couple here. All right. See. Doing all right. Blooming. What do we got? Yes. I didn't pre- preload everything today. This is from Northeast or NE. Gorilla. Gorilla. Says, yet, yet another, another question. Oh, you got it. I, I had your back, brother. I had your back. I was right there. Go man. ahead. Go ahead if you'd like. Says yet another question. LOL. I've grown outdoor plenty, but am indoor for the first time, and I'm used to seeing my plants pre-flower and ease into the bloom cycle outside. My question is: When I make the flip, <coughs> is it sixty, seventy days from that moment, or is there a buffer period? Uh, the countdowns of the countdown start to start to speak. Uh, the other thing I notice is my plants are uniform under lights where before I was about 80% right on guessing my males by how they looked in the months before mid August. Uh, when I call, uh, is this common indoors? I'll tell you, no, your, your males should be taller. My males are almost always taller. It's probably strain dependent. And I just smoked. I'm not smoking again. Uh, I, so what he was asking about taking the plants. So once you in indoors, once you make the flip, yeah, it's always, you know, what you know about that strain. But it's a transition period though. There's a 10 day, two week transition period before you're going to see, you're not just going to see flowers that, you know, or yeah, it's 60, 70 days from it showing sex. And like actually starting to put out no an indoor when when you go to a twelve twelve light cycle right. indoors that's 
when I count my first day of flowering. I don't wait till you're saying True. wait till two weeks. No, in, no, no. Then, I thought he was saying when is he going to start seeing his pre-flowers. But yeah, you count that. Yeah, if you got a sixty to seventy day flowering time, as soon as you flip those lights, that's day one of flowering. Definitely, there's yeah. there's no yet. And no. then outdoors, tr- trickier, trickier, of course, because you're not you can't set. Oh, today is the day. You if know, you I always a, would just kind of see like what I again. thought was two weeks in when the flowers were like, oh, these, this plant looks like about two weeks in and then back kind of backdated from there. Right. But I mean, all in all, you need to know how to look at trichomes, you know, cloudiness, coloration. And when you think you're getting them close to harvest. Uh, yeah, but, but it, he, it, he's just asking a simple question of, is there a buffer period before the countdown starts? And there, no, there's not. You start that countdown when you flip your lights to 1212. Uh, that, that's considered the start of flowering. So you don't have to wait to see flowers or anything like that. But it really doesn't matter. The I mean, the countdown, yeah, it's, it's a, a numbers to expect. But you really got to wait and see what happens in your individual grow room and how long it takes till the trichomes whiten up. I mean, you're just looking for the, yeah. the those white trikes and a, a little bit, a couple amber trikes on there for me. And uh, that's when I harvest. But just you, you got to wait till those clear trichomes turn white and amber. That's your indicator to harvest. Right on. Well, let's go to hardening off from Fleetline Dave. Yeah. Hello. I already think I asked you, but did you check out what a Fleetline is? Do you know what that like is? Like a Cadillac or something? Or I don't think. I, I think it's back car. in the day when they had, uh, you know, all these individual brands. Man, it's probably like an old brand that ain't doesn't exist anymore. When I, when I get them on the show, I'll ask them about it. But man, that thing is cool. It's like a floating, you know, Art Deco tank. <laughs> you know, it's huge. All right, he goes, hello, DGC dude, Scotty and Guru. Quick, very quick question. I'm vegging some other plants indoors with the Spectrum King. Once my clones root and move into the solo cups for two to three weeks, then outside they go. My question is, do you have to harden off the plants if I'm going from indoors to outdoors in a greenhouse with Solix covering, which has diffused lighting? I don't think, no. no. I would say probably not. not. About it. I mean, you usually have to harden things off when they're going in the full sun. You know, what do you think? Yeah, that diffused lighting is going to help. You're still it for changing sure, and... the the light source that it's going under, and it's going into a completely different environment. Yeah. I would I would still not harden it off to the extent you would if you were just going straight outside, but I would still harden it off. And, and what we mean oh, over, by that over is... over the course of like two days, just go in there in a shaded spot in the greenhouse mm-hmm. for probably six or eight hours. Yep, bring it back inside, spray bottle, really baby them motherfuckers. Yeah, you know? baby it. Next day, take it out there, leave it out a little bit longer. And then yep. the third day, you're probably good to just leave it. It's just important to hang out with the plants. You, what what we mean is, don't just go there, take your plants there, set them out, and go to work for the day and leave and come back the next day. Expect everything to be fine. You know, you're putting them in this new environment. So, yeah, you, you get them. I'd say don't take when you take them, uh, put them in a, you know, like you said, a shaded environment first for a few hours. If they look good after lunch or something like that, come on back and maybe bring them into, you know, dappled sunlight, you know, and then, you know, from there you can put them where you want them. Maybe it takes a day or so, a couple, yeah, you couple gotta, days. They're also not used to any type of UV whatsoever at all if they're just growing under a spectrum king indoors. Right. And that's that's one of the main things that. They'll just a little bit of period to harden them off. Yep, just and so you, a couple just days, so you don't, right? Yeah, just a couple days. You don't just so you don't skip a beat. You it way Keep, worth it to take three days and harden it off than to lose two weeks and stress out. Yeah, because you so. damage the shit out of them. Now they got to regrow. Well, if I got plants in a solo cup, I 
I disagree, guys. These things are beasts. They're hardy. Chuck them out there. If it's a good growing environment, you're good to go. Go to work for two days even. You know, <laughs> Don't even go back and look at them. <laughs> are you being so, serious? 90% of the time, I think from my experience with these plants, you're going to be good. He's got diffused light. It's a greenhouse that there's humidity in there. <sighs> And uh, they're all moist. Your your money. They're gonna love it. They're gonna have a good time. I would I would keep an eye on them. <laughs> this is like, dude, changed man. I start giving all bad advice uh, and shit. Fuck it, man. He's like Superman when he when he turns bad, right. man. Newts for noobs here, posted by Master P. Yeah, P E E. That is. So I've done a good amount of reading and probably hundreds of hours on YouTube trying to prep for my first run. You're hurting your brain. Stop. Um, I had a question about newts and other chemical additives and what things I really need to end up with the best result in the end. Uh, My understanding is you need some base newts, which I started with a Fox Farm Trio, got pH up and down, and that's it so far. I believe I'll need to get some CalMag and should also run some Recharge and that's all I was planning on trying to stick with. But I've been told I really want to add some sweetener at the end by my local hydro shop. Did you ask them why? Yeah, he goes, yet I see and hear a lot online against using sweeteners. See, this is where you're starting to hurt your head. No, I'm just kidding. Just like you dig in too much. It's, you just got to start growing. You can't, yes. not gonna be Don't like, look at your plants. Don't do any research, man. Everything's cool, man. <laughs> no, just be the dude. Um, I would, I mean, the Fox Farm Trio to my knowledge, is meant to be um, an additive to their line or to, if you know, it, the, they're all zero. Here, I got them in front of me here. One's a... He's talking about Tiger one, Bloom, Grow Big, and Big Bloom? Uh, no. Open Sesame, Beastie Bloom, and Cha-Ching. Yeah, I don't think Cha-ching. you need those things, man. Oh, yeah. Th- those are meant to be used in conjunction with the Tiger Bloom and the Grow Big or your sure. base for the Fox Farm. Well, and these are all flowering. One's open sesame is called an early flowering formula. Beastie blooms, they're they're like bloom booster. It's called a heavyweight blossom builder on their site here. Right. And Cha Ching is called a late flowering formula. So it's definitely not your your three part or whatever. And hey guys, it's a solid what if we do what's up? three bloom boosters? You know, they love the one. Let's give them three. Yeah, yeah. I like what we're doing here. Huh. I mean, you already got those. I would go with. I've never used them. I never really liked them. If you could, if you got a hydro shop, it's you said, and you can exchange those out for some other base nutrients. Hey man, um, just uh, go ahead. Soup's got a good kind of pretty cool comment here, man. Soup goes. I always yeah. felt it was important to focus more on why you are using things than what you are using. You know, and it really is true, man. Why are you using all those all those Fox Farm things? What are you trying to do? You know, you're trying to accomplish a, a nice bloom. You don't need those to have a nice bloom set. You know, if you want a little bloom booster, there's a lot cleaner things to use than, you know, a, a, a zero, whatever it is, 50-30, you know, open sesame or whatever, beastie blooms, you know. Um, so I just don't, okay, so his question was, what do I need? I went and asked, you know, I came from hydro before and I had a fairly complicated hydro regimen. I went into a uh, way to grow what, maybe nine, ten years ago, whenever it was, nine years ago. I said, all right, man, I want to do uh, you know, soil here, man. What do I need? Can of cocoa, can of A and B, uh, an enzyme. You can use any type of enzyme and recharge. That's what, that's what I would recommend. Um, if you need a cow mag, I don't think you'll need a cow mag, strain-dependent smoke. Um, but if you needed a cow mag, a little bit of cow mag to add to that, and I think you're good. 
that's what I would start with. You know, cocoa is a nice, easy media to work with. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, um, uh, a lot, a lot of air held in there. So I think it's a lot of forgiveness. You know, if you screw up with peat and you keep peat too wet, uh, you can have a really crappy harvest, man. So yeah, I would say something like that. Play around with some cocoa newts and you'd be good to go. Right on. I, uh, yeah. And there's always, I mean, if you have a local hydro shop, there's going to be stuff on the shelf. If, even if you can't, you know, we like, uh, Canna, Argus Green Solutions, we use Grow More Products, New Millennium. Um, you know, if none of that, there's going to be another nutrient up there that's going to work for you for sure. There's enough good nutrients out there that you have a good option. So also if your um, store, somebody at your store is doing good work, if you love his flower, it tastes good, it burns clean. Um, then ask him what he's doing, you know, ask him if he can help emulate it a little bit, if you can emulate it a little bit, you know, try, uh, emulate. Yeah, man. You don't want to say, I want to copy your grow style, man. I want to emulate it, man. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Yeah. Most people Where, learn to yeah. grow from their friends though. You know, so if you got a friend Is doing tight more? work, fuck yeah. Actually one more here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, let's see what we can do for Grambo here. For Grambo. Grambo. Smell proofing, maintaining a vacuum. I mean, this isn't, what do you think? Now we're going to get into talking about vacuum maintenance. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and CO2. That's maintaining a vacuum in a grow room. Although. When we, <clears throat> when we say vacuum, what we're really talking about is negative air pressure. And that means that when you put, uh, you know, like if you were to put some Visqueen on the outside of, of the grow room, it would suck in. You know, if you tried to hang some some visqueen or some plastic on the inside of the grow room door, uh, it wouldn't work because it'd be pulling in. And so it's a negative. It's, it's a think about how a vacuum cleaner works. And that's what we're trying to do, because that way any cracks that are in, you know, and any little cracks that are in construction, uh, you know, the, the room might not be completely airtight. Um, instead, if you have like think about the opposite where you're pushing air into uh, into a room, it's got all that stinky you know, air is, you know, from the grow room is going to go all throughout every little crack in the house. So what you'd rather do is pull it and have a negative air pressure, a vacuum coming, a really slight vacuum coming uh, from the grow room. So that way all the, you know, the cracks under the doors and in the windows, the air is being pulled and then theoretically through a filter and exhausted out clean. Cause like yeah, my so yeah, a really good way to have complete odor, odor control. Yeah. So goes he's gathers. Hey guys, I'm gathering all my materials and putting together my brand new room next week. All right. I will be asking lots of questions this week. Thank God for the DGC. Be the awesome. first to congratulate you, Grambo. I want 100 percent smell control. Yes. He's got a pretty big room, 22 by nine by eight and a half. Awesome. So he's got it split into veg, flower, and divided by a simple two by four panda wall. A two-ton mini split, 24,000 BTUs if you want the quick conversion. <laughs> Six lights. Um, he's got four 630 ceramic metal halides and two 1,000-watt HPSs. Okay. So he's going to have a CAN 100 filter. Let's see here. Six lights, 2,000. How many watts total does he have there? Four times. I mean, it's all, you might as well just say it's close, close enough to... Uh, uh, I don't know. I would consider that what I would do for six lights, whether it's six thousands or six six thirties. I'm calling that six lights. So, okay. yeah, hundred pound can fan so can for six it'll lights work. will it'll definitely work. work, man. With a can fifty in the center, scrubbing that'll definitely. Oh work. yeah, I forgot about that. Let's see that. So can one hundred is going to pull air. That's to overkill, exhaust. man. 
You don't need the second Along one. Along with a can 150 in the center of the room for scrubbing. I have a gas dryer hook up in my room, so I'm thinking of going with a CO2 burner. Um, so, yes, he goes, I'm trying to have my cake and eat it too, which here's the challenge. If he's going to enrich with CO2 and be exhausting the room, what's going on? Yep, you, know? you don't want to exhaust what... the room then, man. All you want to do is just scrub it. So he goes, I want a small vac in my room as to have zero smell leaks other than what I send through the can. But also want to use CO2. What do you think? Smell control is paramount, not just for the neighbors, but for uh, the whole or for the uh, for our house. Right. My current grow reeks up the neighborhood, and my girlfriend is tired of her clothes smelling like nuts, nuts, and the dank. <laughs> um, thanks for ideas, guys. I'm starting from scratch and a new house, so it's go time. Do you know you're a grower when your <laughs> girlfriend's clothes smell like nuts? Not only the dank, but they smell like newts. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, we've always been done well with scrubbers. And, uh, you know, I usually have the, you know, an air conditioner when I have a big grill. I have the air handler, you know, usually like a big air handler in the room. Um, that'll pull a little bit of, you know, move a little bit of air. Um, as far as complete negative air pressure, shit, I don't know. I mean, to have negative air pressure, by definition, you need to be removing air from the room. And I don't want to be removing air from the room if I'm spending money to to put CO2, you know, put you know, to. Uh, you should try CO2. scrubbing, like you said first. You know, scrubbing guys means he's not exhausting the air; he's pulling it through the carbon. And then, if you want to do an air exchange, which isn't even mandatory, because if you're enriching with CO2, um, every hour you go, or every half hour, your choice, you could have, um, you know, the fifty turn on that can fifty and like evacuate the room if you you know just to help if you're That's worried what I'm about thinking. it let the hundred scrub and let the fifty evacuate the room but only if you really need it you know it's gonna suck all your co2 out and then then turn your other things just your burner is gonna just be running mm-hmm. so you gotta have a yin and a yang there man i wonder if you and can dial it down the room. They take like a you know just a really small like a can 33 or something like that you know a six inch filter um, combo, you know, fan combo, and then dial it down to one, and then just put that on occasionally. You know, every, yeah, you know, every fifteen minutes or so for a few minutes, just to uh, just to pull, just to cause a little negative air pressure. For this setup, why why wouldn't you just not really worry about your air pressure and just go full on trying to seal up the room and pretty much just poly the entire room so you have it sealed. It's that tough. you that you don't have to evacuate the room at all. Just because if you're running yeah. a CO2 burner and AC, you don't want to be – that's everything you need to it's have a true. sealed room. You don't want to be evacuating your room at it's all. not a bad idea to spend a, h- a couple hundred bucks and just panda the walls and just tape ceiling to wall with, with uh, that panda tam- – what is it, panda film? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Depending on where the room is, people – a lot of times people have rooms in basement – and if you don't have, if you have an unfinished basement, and you look up and you're just seeing like the floor joists and shit like that, panda everything, drywalling that, or just panda or it all, sealing all. What's that? I'm saying just panda every panda the yeah. entire enclose the entire room. Just yeah, panda as good everything. as you can do for sure. Wouldn't be a bad idea. All right, I hope that helped you out, Grambo. Good luck. We'll try and keep on top of the grow talk for you, getting your questions in and your new room journey. So, but. Man, other than that, guys, uh, I'll, we'll get into tomorrow what I got going on my grow. I'm still simplifying. I think this is almost as simple as my grow has ever been, and it's kind of exciting. I might have called something. I'm using the correct terminology, right? I might have called a plant. Okay. It means I killed it. 
Nice. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's how you say it, man. You got it, man. You're using the correct nomenclature, sir. You're a color. (laughs) (laughs) You color. And uh, good things. But I got to bounce. We've got to put it in the bag for you today, guys. Check it all out at dudegrows.com. Yeah. Check out what we have to offer. Don't forget about the membership. 30% off recharge. Yeah. If you need that recharge, Amazon, Real Growers Recharge, or realgrowers.com. Good stuff. And uh, give a few shout-outs to the crew, man. You guys that are posting those memes, much appreciated. Love we got it. the cuts. Zen Cuts dog. from Zen Dog. No, see, I do too. You do too. Oh, you do too. I'm all over the place, man. Come on. Got Don Knight and Hey Buddy. Don Knight with the dank. Mangled remains. Along with Dr. Herb Burns. With the good Love one, it. man. Closet Grower J and Gandom. I am getting the good ones because now we're bringing in Squeaky Steve and Kokani. Kokani. Yeah. You paid members, man. You people that really, really be in the backbone here. Yeah. D. Um, I guess that's Gimme. I'm going to say Gimme Green, 420. Yeah, you got it. How about Cannabis and the Red Jedi? And then last but not least, the Tudor Rose. Love it. Tudor Rose. Absolutely love it. All right, brother. All right. Till tomorrow, brother. We'll Take back. it easy, huh? You as well, sir. South of right. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. To take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads and now True medicine, go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed, it's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed, it's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long, yeah. Smoking weed, I ain't done nothing wrong.